Welcome back to the Dumbbells and Dragons podcast. This is Kenny Rotter, and today's interview is with Pax Whitmore. You all might remember that name because Pax used to write for the blog. You might recognize another voice. Ted Davis is also on this interview asking some questions. Now we did sit down with Pax in October of 2014, so obviously some of the information we talk about in regards to movies uh, has either been confirmed or put to rest. All right, dragons, enjoy. In the basement, rolling dice, rolling dice. I'm a wizard. When we play, we do it right. Candles flicker, fighting dragons in my mind, in my mind. Just for kicks. DM says you're gonna die. Roll a D6. All right, Pax, why and how did you start uh, working out? Well, my son was born, which was about a year and a half ago, um, that I started to get really serious about it again. Um, and I don't know what it what it really was about that moment. I feel like there's a lot about that, about being a parent, where, I, where I'm just always kind of thinking, like, what kind of role model do I want to be for him and, and what kind of... Um, influences do I want him to have in his life and I think you know being having a healthy lifestyle is definitely important and I, I want that to be something that he grows up with so I think that that was kind of the, the big uh switch that flipped in my brain it didn't hurt that at the time he was born I was you know having to get up at like three o'clock in the morning and feed and you know home a lot with him and so you know my my schedule got completely thrown off and I decided to kind of use that time, you know, okay, I have to get him up at three o'clock in the morning, but then after an hour or so, I'm going to be done dealing with whatever he's got going on, a diaper bottle or whatever. So then how about I just uh, work out? Um, so I started just kind of doing yoga, um, just running a little bit. I, you know, worked my way up to the Tough Mudder last year, which was really big and really cool. And I'm, I'm very happy about that. And I think kind of from there now it's just become a habit which is which is awesome that's kind of what what you want right you want it to just be something that you do without thinking about it yeah that actually is really awesome and something i want to make sure that we take away and that we really kind of drive home at least in my mind i think that that's probably one of the best reasons to start working out is to do it for somebody else and you're doing it for a future generation and I think it's probably one of the most altruistic things people can do. So, dragons, if you're not going to do it for you, but there's somebody in your life you want to do it for, doesn't matter. Just do it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's definitely um, a lead by example thing. Now, in either with you uh, kickstarting your fitness odyssey or and at another point in time, is there any point in your life where you experienced failure? Uh, or where there was a time where you just wanted to give up, not go on, either quit working out or anything like that. Tell us about that, and then tell us what you learned from that. Hmm. Well, let me see. Let me think of something. I feel like this is like a job interview. Should I ask you about benefits and stuff at the end? All of them. <laughs> all of the all benefits. the benefits. I get all of the covered parking I want. All of your house. 
Um, well, I mean, something in my life, I, I kind of mentioned earlier on about my, my sort of two wildly different careers. Um, my first one as running a photography studio did in fact, uh, end in failure. Um, it was kind of a corporate environment that I didn't particularly like. It was a lot of pressure from a retail aspect as opposed to from like an artistic or personal aspect. Um, and that was something that I, that I struggled with and, and eventually that didn't work out, you know, and then, and then from that, I was, I was kind of out of work for a while and it, it was just like this, this period of what I want to do with my life. You know, I, I have one of those liberal arts degrees from ASU where it's like, yeah, that degree could apply to anything, but doesn't really apply to, to one thing in particular. So it's like, I never really had a course. So, I mean, that, that really kind of forced me to, to think about it and determine what I wanted to do, if, if not for the rest of my life, at least for a while and use this kind of a building block. And I think I've definitely made a good choice. I mean, like I said, I, I definitely enjoy the IT world and IT security in particular is a very cool field to be in. And I get to have a lot of fun, meet a lot of people, learn a lot. But I mean, none of that would have happened if I hadn't failed so completely at the, <laughs> the photography studio. It's a very delicate way of going, of saying that, I guess. <laughs> Trying to be diplomatic. Yeah. So, I mean, the takeaway from that, I, I kind of got, and I, I wrote this down as soon as you said it, you weren't specialized. It kind of, you know, I feel like a lot of people out there, our age nowadays, you know, they're, they're worried about careers and about this and that, and they're not specialize in anything they're generalized in a lot of things so maybe that's something that people can work on out there our dragons our listeners right yeah i mean that, that's definitely something that that i experienced you know like i i did my major because it was interesting and i did you know honors classes and all that but it wasn't really anything that is useful to any one specific thing so you know and, and i think that's true of a lot of those kind of liberal arts sort of degrees and i mean not to bash on people who are studying that and enjoy doing that because you know you got to kind of decide your own course but for me i you know if, if i had the chance to do that again i think i would have gone into some kind of engineering or computer sciences specifically and just actually gotten a specialized education I think in a lot of ways that kind of I kind of have a chip in my shoulder at work about it. I'm always like, I need to get this new certification. I need to take this new class. I need to go to this new conference. Like I feel like I'm I'm always having to sort of prove that I belong there because I don't have that the same background that everybody else does, at least not on paper. So Pax, do you have a favorite mantra or motto that you want to share with all our dragons out there? Yeah, I mean. I... I was thinking about this and there's a few and, you know, you'll hear clever things and they'll kind of stick with you. But um, there's been one that's stuck with me for years. And I think the first time I heard it articulated in this phrasing was from that movie, The Iron Giant, with Vin Diesel as the like space robot during the Cold War. Fantastic movie. And it makes me cry. But basically the mantra is you are what you choose to be. And for me, it's, you know, my, my course is not determined by anything else. There's, there's no external influence on, on what I am and what I can be. You know, I, I, I get to choose what I want and what I want to be and who I want to be and then express that through, through my actions, basically. 
That's awesome. So, so talking about your actions, so what gets you up in the morning? You know, what are you choosing to be every day? What drives you? I think what's driving me now is knowledge, to be honest. I mean, with, with the world of computers and the world of internet, things are changing every day and things are being discovered every day and people are figuring things out every day. And, you know, I, I get to, to get up and kind of ride that wave, you know, and, and literally I have the opportunity to learn something new every single day, whether it's a really minor, like this is how you format this type of file or really spectacular technique to crack a password hash, you know, like the, there's just so many different things I can, I can learn on any given day. And I think that's really what, what drives me is, is to just be kind of riding that wave. The wave of knowledge. Awesome. Right. The, the wave <laughs> of knowledge. <laughs> I mean, that, that's really what it is for me. And, and I always kind of have to have things, goals like that for myself. So like, for example, you know, if I feel like I'm stagnant at work and I'm looking online, so I'm like, oh, can I take some classes online? And, you know, can I read some books? And, you know, it's just, it's, it's like insatiable. It's like a thirsty man in the desert just grabbing at it. That's awesome. awesome. Now, Pax, you and I definitely became friends over more of our nerdy side and nerdy stuff. So getting back to that, what are you nerding out about right now? Is there a movie or a book or something you're really getting excited about? Um, tell us about it. Let's see. I think the, the most recent thing I got super nerded out about was uh, watching Arrow on Netflix. What season um, are you on? What's up? What's, have you finished season two? No, season two is not on Netflix yet. I think they just added it this week. Okay. So I just, I just finished season one, so I'm behind. You can watch. And, I, I think you can watch it on the CW online on our website. Yeah, it might be. I mean, there are places to watch it, but it's like... Come on, Netflix is the best. Yeah. <laughs> but I think, I think that was the most recent thing where I was like, oh my god, this is so cool, because Green Arrow has has been sadly underrepresented, so I think it's cool that DC is bringing out some of their B-list heroes, and I hope they keep it up, and I hope the Flash show ends up being really good, and um, that should be cool. Uh, the other thing I'm really geeking out about right now, I just signed up for an online class for Python programming through Coursera and the University of Michigan, so I'm, I'm really excited for that. Python is a programming language that I use a lot at work. So this will be a good way to really kind of kind of bone up my skills and, and use that outside of work. And, and again, just <laughs> get more knowledge on that. That's awesome. If you had to be one superhero where in a battle royale where every superhero and every supervillain across all the multiverses are put on Earth as it is right now and battling to the death, who would you be and why? It's really easy to say Batman for that because I, I think he would have a contingency for pretty much everybody. Um, but somebody that I'd like to see being better represented in that type of scenario is Green Lantern. Because, you know, I mean, if, if you really look at his power it is literally the power of imagination so whatever he can think of 
he can create with the ring. And I feel like that that would be extremely powerful and extremely extremely cool. Um, and it's kind of a bummer that that hasn't been explored more or better, I guess, on film. I'm kind of bitter about the Green Lantern movie, to be honest. But um, I think that would be a cool hero to be. I think as Green Lantern, you could accomplish a lot um, and, you know, be able to protect yourself, use your imagination, you know, whatever you think of as a weapon or as a defense you can use. Would it change your opinion if someone just came into the fight with a bunch of yellow? What is yellow? Yellow is fear in that universe? I believe so. I don't know. I think that would make the fight a lot more interesting, and I would like to see that happen. All right, let's make this movie. All right, done. Ryan Reynolds isn't doing anything. Except quite possibly the frickin' Deadpool movie. Yeah, but last I heard, Fox was talking about making that in a spinoff of the X-Men franchise which means it's probably going to be PG-13, which means it's probably not going to be worth it. Yeah. Well, well, concerned about it. Like, I feel like Deadpool just needs to be really, like, insane and violent and super over the top, and I don't, I don't know if that's what they're going for. That's a valid, valid point. Ted, do you want to go to question 10? Did we lose Ted? We might have lost Ted. No, I was talking. I just had my mic muted. <laughs> 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 By the way, we're not we're not editing that out. That's okay. Right. That one's staying. I was like, why aren't they responding? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Pax, if you could train with one person, dead or alive, who to be and why? And if you'd like to, you can train with one person dead and one person alive. Do they have to be real people, or can they be fictional characters? I mean, to your heart's content. Dead is real, alive is real, and then pick one fictional, so you get three. Okay, we'll get three then. Okay, for dead, uh, Bruce Lee, just because that would be amazing. I mean, that, that would put me in the ranks of Steve McQueen and Chuck Norris. I feel like that's pretty good company. Alive would be uh, David Bell. Uh, he's one of the founders of parkour. Parkour is something that I'm really trying to get into as like my next uh, goal. So that that would be good to be able to train with him so that I don't uh, hurt myself horribly, which I expect to. And fictional, to go back to all the way back to the very beginning, how Batman is a ninja, I would train under Ra's al Ghul as a fictional mentor. Okay. That is a ninja-filled acrobatic list, my friend. It yeah, is. there's kind of, there's kind of a theme. <laughs> yeah, um, I think the theme is you want to be Batman. Yeah, really. Yeah, or a ninja. Wish fulfillment, or a ninja. Or a ninja. All of the above. <laughs> yeah, can I be all of them? I mean, you can either be a rich ninja, aka Batman, or poor ninja, aka a ninja. Yeah. So, that being, I see no problem with that. <laughs> of course not. So that being said, you now find yourself in a post-apocalyptic world, fighting for survival from predators, human, animal, fictional. What do you do to maintain your fitness, and what weapon would you use for protection? Okay, well, for maintaining my fitness, I feel like... If I'm being chased by animals and predators and all kinds of things, that's probably covering my cardio. 
which was one of the rules on Zombieland. I think the the biggest thing you would need to keep an eye on in that kind of world is your diet, making sure you're actually able to eat enough. Um, so I think that would be the big thing there. Uh, what one weapon? Hmm. Is this a zombie apocalypse or is this just like a like a water world apocalypse? What are we talking about? There are many different ways you can interpret post-apocalyptic. So to your heart's content. Okay. That is an excellent question. Because normally my my zombie apocalypse answer is like a like a silenced assault rifle or something like that, which would probably still work fine here. So yeah, we'll go with that. We'll go with a, an assault rifle with a, with a suppressor. Um, yeah, I like that answer. We'll stick with that one. Okay, cool. Good. I like that answer, too. Yes, very good answer. Nice. Although... You're going to say ammo, aren't you? No, silencers don't really, like, silence guns all that much. Am I right in that? Like, it lowers the decibels from, like, 150 to, like, 116? No, it actually does a lot. Um, It makes us sound different. Yeah, I mean, it it doesn't do what you think it does from the movies, but I think the thing that it does that's most important in this case is it kind of makes it sound like it's coming from somewhere else. Like, it's a lot harder to hear that shot and determine exactly what it is and where it's coming from. It just doesn't sound quite right okay. um so yeah i mean it's, it's not like the movies where it's like a thwip kind of thing but it's like you know you hear a silence shot you're you know you take a minute to think about it and you're not quite sure where it's coming from um and the reason i would i would use something like that is so that if you know somebody's tracking me or responding to gunshots then i would not uh give away my position as easily and i would have more time to relocate after taking a shot you're sort of assuming that everyone's going to be against you i am I mean, I'm, I'm thinking, like, they've actually found in remote parts of forest where there's just, you know, hunters and deer and bear that the bears have actually learned to go towards the sound of gunshots because it usually means that there's a kill or, you know, a deer nearby. So I feel like that would sort of happen or that logic would kind of take over in this world. You know, if you, if you hear a gunshot, that means that there's resources and you would go towards it. Not really what you would normally think of where a gunshot would scare somebody away or scare away an animal. Okay. Wow. Cool. Every day I get an education. Boom. <laughs> it's an avalanche of knowledge. So do you have one resource or an app, maybe a piece of equipment you use at the gym or outside the gym that you can get behind and kind of refer to our listeners? Yeah, my, my favorite thing right now is a it's a running app called Zombies Run. Um, and basically you put it on your smartphone and you go running and it kind of tracks where you are on gps and it's like oh no zombies are coming you have to run and so it sort of makes you like run faster periodically throughout the training to avoid zombies and it's kind of this whole weird like audio adventure that plays in your ears of zombie sounds and post-apocalyptic uh terror you're killing me right now (laughs) yeah no it's awesome zombiesrungame.com oh my gosh it's (laughs) it's super cool it's like 
it builds like this narrative and you have to like run through and get to your base and stuff. But I mean, it's all just through audio on your phone and GPS. I mean, what if someone actually does come up behind you and you don't recognize the human? Have you ever like lashed out? Well, I, I've never run this at like two o'clock in the morning where I get freaked out. You said the kid wakes up at like 3 a.m. So I'm thinking you're like going for runs at like 345, like in the dark with zombie noises. Oh, not anymore. He, okay. he sleeps in later than I do now. No, I'm, I'm doing this like in the afternoon or like, if you know. It, it it it's something they can just spice it up because I I run a lot and running can get really boring. I mean, let's be honest, it it can. Um, and this is something to kind of spice it up and keep you interested and kind of force you to do some some interval training. All right, so give me the name one more time. Uh, it is Zombies Run. Zombies Run. And you can okay. find it at zombiesrungame.com. Awesome. That's uh, I might actually use that when I start training for uh, my half marathon coming up. But would it work as much on a treadmill or not really because the GPS factor? Uh, you can, um, but the GPS is a big component. Like it kind of maps it out as as a big component. Okay. There's also like uh, you know a couple of other apps like a Couch to 10K and 10K to half marathon kind of app and things like that that would work better on a treadmill because they're just timed yeah um but this one i think to get the full experience you'd want to be outside okay all right i know that the dragons out there would love to connect with all of us but since right now we are all about packs packs where can dragons connect with you online well i'm on twitter uh at pax whitmore is my twitter handle um, so that would probably be the best. Um, just, you know, follow me, shoot me a message. Let me know, uh, that you like the site, that you like the interview and, and there we'll go. Awesome. And to end things. What, what is that? To end things. What is, what is what, Ted? What? Ted, are you back on mute? <laughs> All right, I think Ted's back on mute. So, so Pax, to cap things off, what parting advice do you have for everyone out there listening to the Dumbbells and Dragons podcast? My big parting advice is find something that you care about. Find something that engages you intellectually, that engages you physically, that engages you emotionally. And, you know, do everything in your power to to do that. Awesome. And if that's something you can do in your job, then there's that. If it's your family, there's that. If it's a hobby, if it's a sport, you know, just, just something that can stimulate you. You know, you only get one life. You only get one go around, and, and there's no point in just waiting for it. So go out there and find it. Absolutely. That's awesome. I hope everyone out there really takes that to heart and really uh, really does that. But not in the crazy sense of YOLO. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> Yo- yeah, you know, find the balance. Don't kill yourself, but push yourself. Let's, let's stop using YOLO, everyone, and just focus on Carpe Diem. Right. Let's go back to the classics. Right. Ted, is there anything else? That's it, man. Thanks, Pax. Thanks, Pax. Yeah, that was for sure good.
All right, dragons, work out, nerd out. We'll catch you on the next one. As always, please subscribe and rate us on iTunes. Send me an email at ken at dumbbellsanddragons.com. Connect with us on Facebook and Instagram at dumbbellsanddragons. Connect with us on Twitter at dumbbellsdragon. Also, our theme song, Roll a D6 by Assorted Intricacies, can be found on iTunes, or you can listen to it on YouTube now.